I'm excited about this podcast because today I get to sit across <laughs> from you, Andy, and learn a few things. I want to learn how to write a book from you today. I need to rewind that because like every husband out there is going, wait, I'll get my wife to sit across from me and go, hey, I want to learn this from you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so. That jumped the track. We're talking about writing a book. Yeah. You've written how many? You've probably lost count. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Yes. And I want to write one. I've not written one. And so today's podcast is about writing a book and in a perfect world, what that looks like. So today you guys get to sit and listen as if you're sitting across from him and he's going to tell you what it looks like. And this is part one, like part two might be what it really looks like. I don't know. We're not there yet, but um, I want to be able to jump off of this podcast and begin the process for, for myself. Hey, I wanted to take a quick break. I am holding in my hand the newest book, Process Over Permission. It is your, I'm just reading it right off the cover here, long subtitle, but it tells you what it's going to do. Your 11 point plan to make the publishing game work in your favor and multiply and monetize your message. Now, here's what I would love to do, ship you this book. Uh, send it to you. I've already bought the book for you. It's absolutely free. It is sitting in our shipping department downstairs. We office out of the house and we have an entire setup down there. Uh, I would love to ship it to you. You pay the shipping and handling. I will send you the book. The link is down in the show notes. Here's what you're going to learn. It's just what the subtitle says. It's an 11 point plan to make the publishing game now work in your favor. You might've felt like you wanted to write a book or you might've thought, hey, I've got an idea, a message to share with other people. You might've even thought, hey, this is something people need to know, but you're not sure how to get started. Or if you got started and even got that thing on paper or in your computer somewhere, how would you even get it out there? Well, this book is going to outline the process that I would use, the processes we actually do use even now to move the message from idea to print, to course, to coaching, to blog posts, to podcast, to all the other things without doing more work. In fact, once you understand the process, you can actually do less work and achieve more. And I tell you this, now is the best time to do this. The technology, the industry, so many things have changed so that now all of this works in your favor, even if you've never done this before. So I would encourage you, the link is down in the show notes, process over permission, your 11 point plan to make the publishing game work in your favor and multiply and monetize your message. You can do it. Well, help. The book is down in the show notes. We bought it for you. Pay the shipping and handling. It's on the way. Just tell us where to send it. Gotcha. Well, okay, so I would say if you've been writing and journaling and putting ideas together for any length of time at all, which is most people who want to write a book have been doing that. Most people that want to write a book don't just kind of pop out of nowhere and go, I think all of a sudden I'm going to write. They've been writing. What they've not been doing 
is typing it in a computer to where it looks like a book, feels like a book, it's shaped like a book. So I say that because I know like every morning, you get up early, I get up, go exercise, you get up, you go down to the tiny room. Uh, the, the tiny room, so everybody knows, is... The best room in the house. It's been a bedroom for one of the girls, then it was a bedroom for one of the boys, and then it was like, then it was kind of the catch-all room while some of the kids were moving out to go to college. And so it was kind of the drop station where they're sorting their stuff. And then now it is, I mean, what is it? It's like a prayer room, a study room, a meet with people one-on-one room. It's Beth's room. It's, it, yeah, I don't it's, go in there. It, it is literally my safe haven. I can go in there no matter what's going on and just calm. I mean, like my whole nervous system just immediately gets back online when I walk in that room. I do a lot of um, counseling there. So if someone's here and we're talking through some stuff... So lots of strategy sessions. So I bring people, other people in that room, but only by invitation. Yeah, I mean, only. I... Like, the children don't even... I and mean, they really don't even care they don't to care. go in there. Yeah. But um, it's a special place. I recommend everyone have a tiny room. It's got a desk, and it, a and couch, it literally your is books. so small. That's why I call it the tiny room. It's like a, it's like a below average size I'm going to have to post a picture. It's amazing. I'm so thankful for it. Well, the... So... The point that I was saying about the tiny room was not to necessarily elaborate on the tiny room, although it's an, it's an incredible space, uh, and it does solve one of the issues I think you're going to need as a writer. The point is you've been going down there regularly, praying, reading, creating ideas, journaling. You've got stacks of those little composition notebooks, those little Walmart notebooks that you can get that are just full of ideas. One of the first steps of writing a book is to revisit the stuff that you've already pulled together that is your heart message. How do you des- decide what that is? Is that a whole different topic than what we're talking about today? Because I have so many things that I could write about, but it's like the reason I don't is because it's none of it's organized in a way where I would know where to start. Well, I mean, you know, that's one of the things that we'll get to later on when we're talking about writing the book. At first, it's not going to look like what it's going to look like later. In fact, I actually say this. Uh, the first step in writing the book, I was going to tell you what it in theory looks like, but let me just talk about what it actually looks like. The first step is to, I actually say it in the, I'm looking you're at the workbook that you put together right it's, there for I'm us. I'm sitting here touching it and it is, I love it so Hardback, much. Hardback, <laughs> color, with now, all I, these. I guess I should rephrase, I have written books, They're just they just haven't been my book i mean like i've worked on stuff where you know that's gone does that make sense yeah 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 but you've not published something like in your name yeah like i'm holding this and i know that i had a part in it and it's but nothing that's published out there would you know i had a a hand in well everybody will know that that you put that workbook together because everybody that came here when we were shooting the live course saw my version of it yeah and this one is and now they see you know your version of it that looks so much better but but it's not a like better in the sense of I did better than you. It's it's just it, it, you got it to one point and then you leveled it up. I leveled it up. But, That's better. But that is what Amplify teaches, regardless. Yeah. Like you you do it. You let it sit. You enhance it. Okay. Look at point number one right there on that page in the workbook. And so just so that you guys know what we're referring to. Uh, it is the Amplify workbook that comes with the video course. I'll put a link down into the video course. The video course is three parts. So we talk about really 
some of the mind shifts that you got to make, and then we move into the media. The media is the different forms that your message can take. So the media, media is plural. It could be books, website, blog, podcast, coaching courses, memberships, all of that. At some point, we're even going to do a podcast series on live events. All of that are different forms that you can use to amplify your message. That first step right there, though, on the bottom left of, what is that, page 65, 63? 62, something like 63. That? All right, 63. Look at number one right there. Aggregate. Or aggregate. It's a tomato, tomato. I really uh, did I don't, say it wrong? I don't know that you did. I think aggregate is a collection of parts and well, pieces. But, but aggregate is the verb, the action. Oh, it can Lord. go either See, way. He's an English major and I'm not, but I am notorious about saying something with such conviction. And one of our daughters does this too. Do you know which one? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, two, two of them do. <laughs> but yes, I know which Anna, one. Anna is the one. So get it honestly no she gets it honestly she got it from I know, you. but i had to have gotten it from somewhere it's probably your mom i don't know no, definitely not my mom my, maybe my maybe dad. Your dad so aggregate or aggregate so the aggregate is the nail that is the collection of all the parts and pieces to aggregate is to pull together all the parts and pieces so when you go to write the book you think you got this idea of like oh i'm gonna write this book and it's gonna be this very clear idea eventually it'll get there but when you're first starting, what I encourage you to do is grab all the parts, all the pieces, pull them all together, and then move from that. Let me give you an example. A couple years ago, I rewrote my dad's book, Life Lift. I had been encouraging him for years. Uh, I mean, it was kind of a game changer for me back when I was in college. And he had put together this book that helps people find and fulfill their purpose. That wasn't the original tagline. That's kind of my tagline with the new, but that's what it did. And so uh, what I've been saying is it was a, kind of a 13-lesson workbook. Hey, we need to turn it into a book. We need to turn it into a video course. It never existed in that. We need to turn it into actually all these resources people can use because like 25 years have passed and people haven't touched this and it's phenomenal material. And so he and mom shipped it to me. They said, hey, you know, dad's not a writer. He's a phenomenal teacher and could put together a workbook or a course or a sermon series, but just not a get in the trenches and write out the book type guy. I love doing that. He loves to study and communicate to people. And so I started hacking at it, writing, and I ended up with what should have been about 200 pages was 500 but that was the aggregate aggregate stage where you literally pull everything together, all your ideas, all the parts, all the pieces, because you can then put these on the cutting room floor. Some of them aren't going to fit. Some of them are going to fit better for a future project. If you're going to do more projects, it doesn't matter. You go, hey, anything I take out of this, I can use for something else. So it's not a loss. It's just a no for now, a yes for later, but you've really got to pull all the stuff together. One of the big questions I get a lot is 
the technology. How tech savvy do you have to be? And many people assume that they don't have the knowledge or skill set to do the technology that's required to amplify your message. Here's the deal. The way people interact with websites has radically changed, but the technology itself has changed more in your favor. Back when I began, we had to band-aid six, seven, sometimes eight or 10 different platforms together. And when one broke, it was like a domino chain reaction. They all fell apart. Now, everything I do is all under one platform, all under one roof. It's Kajabi. So if you've ever seen a website that I put together, it was on Kajabi. If you've received an email from me, sent that through Kajabi. If you've made a purchase and then you've logged into uh, your online library to see a video or a course or even a podcast like this one or even heard an audiobook, all of that featured in Kajabi. Kajabi means to take flight and what they'll do is really provide you the resources and the tools to help your message take flight and get it out there. Here's the great news. We have a link down below to all of our tools and where you can take advantage of a free trial in Kajabi. We'll provide you some free training. You can make an offer very quickly and begin selling that. And before you even need to pay anything um, for that platform, you could be actually in the green earning your money. I tell you this too, a lot of people go, well, it's got to be really expensive. No, no, no. I pay less than 15 to 20% per month to run this than I was paying to pull everything else together. That's all on Kajabi. Take advantage of the link below and uh, we'll help navigate you through the process of amplifying your message on Kajabi. Um, I give you a visual downstairs in the tiny house, not the <laughs> tiny, tiny room. <laughs> and it's so funny because it, it... The tiny room's tiny. It is tiny. The tiny house is <laughs> anyway, not on. tiny. There's a box of Legos. And if you've ever decided you want to build something out of Legos... Now, now I'm not talking about a Lego kit. I'm talking about you just go, oh, I'm going to build a house. I'm going to build a ship. I'm going to build a whatever. The first thing you do is you just kind of dump all the pieces on the floor and look and see what you have. And then you start sorting them. That's that's really what you're going to do with books. You sort everything from what you already have. You're going to add to it later. But you just dump it on the table. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Aggregate. Aggregate. Tomato, tomato. Mm -hmm. Yes, it potato, makes sense. Potato, potato. I still want to make a note that we're going to go back to like how to decide. And, and you may get to that because, you know, there's so many things that I feel like I could talk about that solves something for someone that I've gone through. But where do you start? You, have, you make it sound so easy. Just go get something out of your journal and... Cut it up and use it for later. But like that is so overwhelming to the person that is starting. That has the journal. Yeah, so it you know that that may be another like how to work through some of those things is another podcast. I know that we're not talking about that right now, but I will say that it's noteworthy to understand that that's a skill set that you have that not everyone has. Well, so when you say it with such ease and You've got to have some level of empathy for those of us who are like, oh, I hear you, but where do I really start? Okay, let's start, let's start with the stack of Legos. 
So if we dump that box of Legos down there, which is a massive box, it's it, absurd. It is really big. All right. The, probably if I was going to build something, here's what I would start doing. I'd start sorting all the yellow pieces, start sorting all the tires, start sorting all the black pieces, the red, the blue, the white, all the little special pieces like windows and parts of people's bodies and all of that, Lego men and women, you know, all of that. I would basically start doing some separation and then I would sub-separate. So I'd go, okay, I've got yellow bricks that are, they're called two by fours. I've got yellow one by fours. I've got yellow two by twos. I've got, you know, all this, some people are going, oh yeah, I know exactly what this. Some people are going, what? They're just different kinds and shapes of Legos. That's what you would do. You'd get out your stuff. You would have an idea in your mind. I'm going to write a book about, I mean, think about some of the stuff that you've been through, some of the health issues that you've come through. So there's going to be a lot of that in your journals. But there's also going to be a lot in your journals that has nothing to do with all of that. So we're just sorting Legos. We're going through it. We're going, all right, here's the health stuff. Uh, here's the stuff about walking through hurtful relationships where you thought something was going to go one way and then the person dropped a time bomb on you and just <laughs> overnight life blows up. Here's you know the section about, I mean, you just kind of start filling in the blanks. Once you get the section on, so let's say the book's going to be about health, about walking out some of the health challenges that you've had and some of the healing that's happened, we start separating that. That's our, that's our red Lego chunk. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And now we're subdividing that even more. Like we're just kind of looking at what we have and we're just sorting. There's going to be things that we come across and go, oh, this is a phenomenal story, but it doesn't fit. It's not a red Lego. It's a blue Lego. It's great, but we're going to hold it for later. That's part of all this process of writing the book. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Now, other side note is <laughs> how do you find the time and the, and the permission to do that? Because that in and of itself does not have income generating activity attached to it. And it sounds really heavy. It's, well, I mean, you got to think it. So either it's simultaneously heavy and you love it or you don't. Like I love it, but it's like I can't find a place that gives myself permission to do that. Because and, and maybe it's because I don't know what the end goal is. Like so one of the things that I've learned through taking your course and just watching you teach it is you know a book is a good place to start but it's not the place that you stop right so maybe that's the missing link for me it's like oh okay i've spent all this time thinking about this book or writing this book and then like now what yeah well okay so i'm me, just teeing up future podcast well let me, let me say <laughs> that know, i mean because this is this is personal to me and You know, I, I live with you, and right. um, have all the. I, I mean, I can extract any knowledge that I want, but no matter how much wisdom that you have on the topic, there is still action steps that you need. There's still a process that you need. Um, going through this course has made me feel more able or qualified to because there is a process, but there is still like an emotional part that goes 
to that. Like they're like you need your little cheerleaders, and I guess that's where the community comes in too. Yeah, I mean, so there's a couple layers to that. Number one, you got to give yourself permission to do it and go. All right, I'm I'm going to be non-productive with whatever else it is to have going on, and I'm going to work on this during this time. So you've got to give yourself a block to do it, whether it's a you know one hour or five hours or three or whatever you're going to do. And that's one of the things we talk about in the third section of the Amplify course where we're talking about those methods. You've got to block off the time to do it. Now, that is a lot easier if the second thing is you've got someone else in your household who's also giving you permission to do it. And I, and I know when people listen, they're like, well, that sounds like kind of janky or shady that like you got to get someone else's permission to do what you're called to do. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's politically incorrect, but like everybody has got to be on the page or it's going to be more difficult. So you remember when I was writing that Amplify book, like the big book, that's mm -hmm. like all of the stuff that we chopped up and made into the course, we made into, because I did what I'm telling people to do. I started with the book. I wrote the book first, starting like, what was it? October, November, December, January. And it was like 700 pages or something. What, what, what was, was it, it to begin with? Yeah, in a five and a half by eight and a half, it was 700. In a eight and a half by 11 hardback workbook type size, we made it, because I wanted to put all the pictures and everything in there. It's about 500. I mean, it's, it's a lot of, I don't even have the word count, it's a lot of words, but you, if you remember that, was getting up in the morning, you know, I would, we'd, if, if the kids needed to get to school, I'd make sure the kids got to school, and then I would leave the house and go to the coffee shop, and I would write for sometimes two, three, four hours, and then I would take a break, and then sometimes I would go somewhere else and write for a couple more hours. I remember sometimes during the day having meetings all day and then at four o'clock, you know, when all that's done, I would kind of post up. There's a little pub area that had a, you know, great porch that when the weather's just right, I would go sit there for a couple hours with my iPad, just kind of with the text edit open. I would write. I remember one day you were at the, um, getting your hair cut or something. You text and go, Hey, what are you doing? I was like, Oh, Hey, come on by. I need to take a break. And then you came by, and then you left, and I kept writing. And, you know, one day I was out there writing, and one of our daughters came by for an hour. We ate supper. I'd been writing for three hours before that. She left. I kept writing. So, you know, the point is, well, even another sub-story of that, there were Saturdays where you know, you'd want to do something in your tiny room and then, hey, I'm going to do whatever. <laughs> the tiny room again. <laughs> I'd say, hey, today I'm going to go watch football and I'm going to write. And I would go to On Tap is a restaurant, pub, whatever down the street where there's this little booth I can plug in to the wall. And at the same time, I can see the big screen. It's not even a TV. It's like a projector on the wall, all the games all day. And I would sit there and I would write and watch games in the background, there's no way I could have done that and cranked all that out that fast if I didn't give myself permission. But then also, there's people in the family that are saying, by all means, get out and go right. Does that make sense? Because mm -hmm. it takes time. 
Hey, wanted to take a quick break from the podcast here. Beth just got up from the kitchen table where we're recording this to go down the hall. And so I thought I would tell you a little bit about Amplify Pro. Here's what we do. Every month we provide you with some content, with some coaching, and with a community of people that are gonna help you multiply and monetize your message. If you have ever felt like you're stuck and you're not sure what to do and you've needed some training, uh, but you think, hey, I I don't necessarily need it in a one-to-one setting. I just need a group of people who believe in me and some leadership there where we're dropping out some modules every single month. There's one that is strategically placed to lead you on this journey. And and then I need to be able to get my questions answered. Uh, That is all happening in Amplify Pro, whether you're trying to learn how to create the content calendar, you're trying to learn how to launch, or you're wondering, how do I grow my online audience? Or what needs to be on my website? Uh, How do I best launch the book? How do I stack the offer to move from a book to upsell audio or coaching or group coaching or even membership programs that are a little bit more robust than that, such as masterminds. How do I fit all of this together? How do I even architect my funnel? All of that is being taught every single month in the new group coaching program, Amplify Pro, where there are other content creators in there. Some of them are just beginning. Some of them are seasoned pros. But we all have this in common that we all have a message that we really believe we want to share with the world and we would like to multiply it and spread it far and wide and monetize it, whether that's to build a part-time income, a side hustle, or even move into the space where you can absolutely do this full-time. The best next step for you is to join Amplify Pro. All of the information on that is below. And uniquely right now, while we're launching this, the first 100 members are known as pioneers and have some access to some special things listed on that webpage that are exclusive only to them. All of that is in Amplify Pro. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That, that yeah, and I, and I encourage that because I could see what, what you know the path that you're on, and I trust that. You know, I think another topic for a future show. You know, and, and this this podcast is in the infancy stages, so we, you know, we can make all of these notes in real time. But is you know what would you say to the person whose spouse is not supportive? That's a really real thing. I mean, I'm very fortunate. You're even more fortunate, right? But um, yes, I am. That was a joke. You got. That but it's is that. A, but it's actually but it's, true. Yeah. It's a joke, and it's because true. because it would be all of the things that you're writing. I mean, they may not even come to fruition. It would be so different if I made that difficult for you. If I um, put you down out of jealousy, you know, every time I turned around, or or um, last night we're talking and just, you're you're pushing me on the couch while we're talking that's uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like wait where was this going, going? Hey, I was yeah. there I don't remember pushing you but yeah, what, what, uh, finish that sentence well on hey you got all these stu- things online like we need to oh yeah win- yeah yeah so like you were actually pushing me to go, oh hey you need to go back and get the stuff out there so yeah, it's, it's yeah, not yeah. only supportive it's more of it's it's like more than support it's like hey let's make sure that you not just I'm not just giving you the space to do what you want to do. Like, let's, you're leveling it up more. Like, you know, that 
book you put together that workbook. Yeah, well, so that, I mean, that's synergy. I think that that's how marriage is supposed to be. But unfortunately, um, that's not what all relationships, how they operate. And so I think a good topic for, um, I would, I'd have to think, but it would be, you know, what that synergy is supposed to look like and then what it really looks like and what do you do when you, when you do not have that encouragement and that support. Right. And sometimes you just perceive that you do not have it. And that's what prevents you from stepping forth into your purpose. Um, it, you know, it's not even a real barrier. It's just a yeah. perceived barrier. So in working through that, and, you know, this podcast is about Amplify, but some of the other materials that I've been looking through that you've created have to do with that emotional healing and um, wholeness and finding your purpose and, and you know, that track. in your pur- purpose projects, um, so I think that that's important. And I think that they overlap a little bit because a lot of times what is hindering people from amplifying and multiplying monetizing their message is those invisible barriers that happen that are unrelated even once they have the process well i i would say this and then maybe maybe we come back in the next episode because of the time and talk about we've talked about aggregate to get started there are two more steps but really if you're going to write you know, you need permission from you. You need permission from other people who are in your inner circle, specifically in your family, uh, you know, of course. But one of the things we teach in the advance, which is another book that I've got, it's part of our, you know, kind of my personal framework. Um, we say that you can't hold people in your family or in your inner circle responsible for not supporting the dreams that you have that you haven't told them about. And so if you're going to write, you're going to need your permission. You're going to need the support of a community. That's why we have Amplify Pro. That's why we have other people that are there together that are pushing forward. Some of them are professional and have done this so many times. Some of them are brand new, just trying to figure it out. Some of them aren't even writing. They're leading coaching groups and speaking and they're amplifying a message in another way because amplifying a message isn't only about writing a book. It's so many other things. But one of the common factors is you don't only need your permission and the support of an outside group, you actually got to tell the people that are closest to you, living in your same inner circle, meaning your house in the same four walls, what you're wanting to do. And you absolutely cannot hold them responsible for not supporting something that you do not invite them into. Does that make sense? Yes, I would like to officially invite you into my tiny room to see what it is that I can come into the tiny I room. Want to do. I don't know if you've ever been in there. I've been and in the tiny room. And I built the tiny just room. Meditated. It, it was a. It was a. F- I know you built it. That's yeah. true. You have been in there, but but not. You know. I know what you're saying. Whole different ballgame. Yeah, whole different thing. Okay, so moving on. Are we going to wrap? We're wrapping it, and then up. I'm going to come into the tiny room. Wrap it up. I'm going to the tiny room. <laughs> Sign us off. Okay, goodbye. Till next time. What What is the song that you sing? No, it's the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Like I just play, like it's, and it's so old, it's out of the public domain. Yeah, it's so funny because you're like, sign us off. Do you realize, I just realized 
this when I was listening to one of the podcasts that aired already, in real, like once it aired. But we don't even sign on. Like we no, don't. No, you even, just start talking. You're not even like. People know I, what they're listening to. Like, do what, they though? Yeah, I like, mean, when they see it, like, you don't just end up on a podcast by accident. You end up on a radio station by accident. You yeah, so I guess a... you don't have to, like, re- but anyway, so signing off. Cue the music, yeah. Cue the music. They would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. You're all invited back next week to this locality to have a heaping helping of their hospitality. Hillbilly, that is. Sellers Bell. Take your shoes off. Y'all come back now, here. This has been a Filmways presentation.